Welcome to the I Love Alt Mortgages podcast, brought to you by Home Trust. And now, your host, Brennan Trenuth. Hey, Broker Nation, Brennan here. I hope you've enjoyed listening to our I Love All Mortgages podcast as much as I've enjoyed sitting down and speaking to some amazing members of our community. The alternative space is so large and it can be difficult to navigate at times. So the conversations we're having on this podcast are really to share stories of difficulty, stories of mistakes, stories of failures, but also adversity and how our guests have been able to become pinnacle members of this industry and how they got there. We know the alternative space is complex. There are so many different lenders and solutions available, and sometimes you know that is very convoluted. Through these conversations, I hope that anyone listening is a bit more at ease and knowing that even some of our biggest leaders in the industry have felt struggle, failure, and you know what, at the end of the day, it's okay as it's part of the growth process. It's also been very interesting to hear of everyone's origin story, as obviously everyone is different, just like our clients. Some were in hospitality, some were in different levels of banking, marketing, you name it. But a common theme of all of our guests has been the service industry. They were always providing a service. And I think this is a very important topic for anyone new coming into our industry, is that this is a very service-oriented industry. There are clients that need mortgage agents and brokers, and ultimately lenders, and we need to service these clients accordingly. But my main point here is that no matter what you did before you became an agent or are thinking of becoming an agent, there are aspects of your job and education that can help you grow in this industry. Use your experiences because they will be unique. Each client you interact will be different. They will also have different experiences and backgrounds, and it's important to understand their history, especially when it comes to credit or income because it can help strengthen the overall application. One example that comes to mind would be somebody who had just recently switched jobs. Maybe they've become a business for self in an industry where they've spent the last 10, 15 years in full-time, but realize there's an opportunity for them to go into the self-employed route. But that history to a lender shows us consistency, shows us knowledge of the industry, and that they've been there for a very long time. So they're established in that industry. So that kind of puts a lender more at ease. So another key takeaway from our guests that we've had on the show so far has been around education and educating the clients. You know, it's one thing to take on a client application, generally run numbers, you know, submit the file to a lender and just hope it kind of sticks. But there's also an education piece to that process. Not every client that you interact with will know everything about the mortgage process. Maybe they're first time home buyers or maybe they were put into a different solution uh, and they don't understand why they were put there and they don't know why they would fall into a certain product over another, right? So as a broker, as an agent, your job is to educate that client on this is where you fit. And what was interesting in speaking with our guests was that each one takes a bit of a different approach when explaining this process to their clients. For example, when we had Athena on the show, she explained that she does doodle drawings with her clients and these visuals on breaking down their deal really help the client understand the entire mortgage process and what their deal looks like. And from what she said was that a lot of times these clients actually took those doodle drawings with them so that they could have it for future reference as well. So they really enjoyed those drawings. Another example was when we had Elon on the show where he uses a lot of analogies to explain to the clients the mortgage process and tries to tie in the client scenario to that analogy so that the client has a better understanding 
of their situation. Another example would be when we had Enzo on the show. He explained how he uses a whiteboard in his office in the boardroom to write out and draw the client's scenario where they are and then kind of show the differences between A, B, private, and so on. So his clients actually could understand a bit better on where their situation is right now and where they fit. And it's easier for them to then understand that maybe they're an A client or maybe they're a B client and so on. The way these guests are able to break down this process and products to their clients is part of their education process. And from a client perspective, I can only imagine this makes them more at ease and understanding as to why they fit with a certain solution versus another. And ideally, from these conversations, you as the broker are able to then discuss solutions for these clients, depending on where they fit. You know, whether you're discussing with them that, you know, they're going to fit into an A mortgage or they're going to fit into an alternative mortgage or perhaps maybe an Equiline visa would better suit their situation if they're already locked in with an existing lender. You know, we have a lot of great products and solutions at Home Trust, but just having those conversations with them and just laying out everything for the clients would just make that process a whole lot easier for them. And talking with our guests, it's what's made them very successful and help them build very strong relationships with their client while setting proper expectations. And I think that's an important thing that we need to remember is that we need to set proper expectations with our clients. Another common theme that we have seen throughout our podcast so far is that each guest understood how important it is to understand the client's story. So knowing your client, hands down, it is so important. And as an agent, a client is coming to you as they need you to help solve a problem for them. Whether it's, how do I finance this purchase? How do I finance this rental purchase? Or how can I get out of all of this debt that I've fallen into? You need to be able to have those tough conversations with these clients, which we know that they can be very difficult in helping you understand what has happened and where they need to go moving forward. And some of these conversations are very difficult because you're dealing with clients who may have bruised credit where, you know, it's almost embarrassing to talk about a situation that you've gone through. So you might have to have those tough conversations or the fact that your client is, you know, dead set on being an A client. But unfortunately, based on, you know, the ratios, your TDS, GDS out of line doesn't really quite fall into an A lender. So you have to have that conversation where their expectations are a really low rate whereas they might fall into a B lender, a classic lender, and that rate will be you know, higher than what an A lender would be. But being a B client is not bad at all. It's just that this is the situation that we're in. We're going to help you through this situation, and we're going to get you back to where you ultimately think you are. And in some cases, you know, they're not ever going to be an A client, but it's about having that conversation with them and making sure that they understand the entire process. Partnership is also very important. Our guests spoke about how important their partnerships are with BDMs, underwriters, lenders, how it's so important to their business. You know, make sure you take the time to get to know your partners because when you need assistance, they will be there for someone who supports them, works with them, is profitable for them as well. Right now, partnership is very important. The real estate market is so crazy. There's still such a high demand for properties and a very low supply. We're still seeing a lot of purchase transactions, though, the ones that we can see. But refinance applications are actually at an all-time high right now. And when you think of the purchase market, 
you are still seeing a significant amount of bidding wars occurring. And if there isn't comparables available at that price point, you may run into situations where an appraisal doesn't support that value. So it's important to try and get appraisals done as quickly as possible to ensure that the value is there so that the lender can properly underwrite the file. The same can be said about all of these refinance transactions. Values are so critical in the refinance transaction process that we often suggest getting appraisals upfront to make sure that we are working with the right value. Sometimes, you know, clients and other people might say, oh no, your house is worth X amount. You know, for sure it's gonna go for that value. And then we get an appraisal and the value comes in, you know, significantly less where, you know, we might have to cut back a loan amount, may not be able to pay out what we need to pay out, things like that. So there's a lot of different factors riding on an appraisal as well. And I think the reason we're seeing so many refinance transactions right now is we're seemingly out of the quote unquote pandemic and clients are back at work, you know, maybe they found new employment and they're right now needing to consolidate their debt that maybe were racked up over the past two years. You know, obviously a lot of lockdowns and restrictions were in place. Maybe people needed to lean heavy on their credit or maybe right now they're in a better financial position to take on a renovation project or help with a life event, you know, such as weddings. We know that a lot of things were put on hold for the last two years. So now things are starting to ramp up and maybe it's time to get that money out of their property. The times are changing now and it's important to understand the client's story so your partners know what you're looking for and what solution would best fit your client. As we move forward with our podcast, we're going to sit down with other leaders in our industry to talk alternative mortgages. We're going to sit down with internal leaders here at Home Trust as well. And we're also going to sit down with other partners within the industry to get their take on their respective roles, their process, industry outlooks, and much more. So I just want to take this opportunity to thank everybody for joining us on this journey. It has been incredibly fun and rewarding for me. I've been able to sit down with a lot of people, meet a lot of people that I wouldn't normally talk to on a day-to-day basis, but get a better sense of who they are and what they bring to this industry. And I hope that you, the listener, are getting a lot of tidbits of information to help grow your alternative mortgage portfolio. It's an ever-growing market and one that you do not want to miss being a part of. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.